What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here for the first look at the Shriners Children's Open 2022 from TPC Summerlin in Las Vegas. We are live on YouTube. I am back. We had Golby's Cup. We had, I had to recover. We had Florida hurricane issues in southeastern Georgia hurricane issues with Pat. So forgive us for kind of last week taking it off. Um, and uh, But, you know, I'm excited to do this. I'm actually also including this show in the podcast feed. So if you're seeing this in the podcast feed, and you're like, what is this? This is actually a regular show that I do every Monday morning, usually around 10 o'clock, but it's NFL season. So these bookmakers are super slow to get their golf odds out. But it's my first look. It's my first impression. I've not done any player research. I've not run a model. All I've done is extensive course research. And a lot of times, Monday mornings are the best value day, the best values on a lot of these outrights. So what I'm going to do is go through the outright board. We're going to look at names that jump out at me. I'm probably going to open up Fantasy National, do a little digging. And we're going to see who we like. And I'm going to mention a bunch of names here. So before everybody freaks out, I'm going to mention a lot of names because names are going to jump out at me, right? Like I'm going to I'm going to notice players and I'm going to want to go dig into those players and see what's up. That doesn't mean that we're betting all these guys. Then at the end of the video, I'm going to wrap up and say like, here are the few names, five, six, seven, whatever names that I think if you like it, if you like it, I like it, we should pay, maybe jump on it right now, take advantage of the outright number. Uh, if the number gets longer, hey, add to your position. If it gets shorter, then uh, you, you, you did it. Good for you. All right. So that's how this thing works. Feel free if you're live in the chat on YouTube to throw in some questions, some players. Try to keep it in the range that I'm in, okay, people? So when I'm in the 20 to 1 range, don't say, DB, what about uh, Peter Malnati at 175 to 1? Don't do that. Don't Malnati me when I'm, in the, when I'm in the freaking Aaron Wise range, okay? Don't do that to me. Nobody wants an interrupted deal with Peter Malnati and his goofy ass. Um, anyway, thank you to those in the chat. Marcus is in here. Alex is in here. Producer Sam, AC. Thank you. Let's get started. FanDuel is the one I can't find. They don't have odds out yet. So I'm going to look at DraftKings, PointsBet, BetMGM. Normally on a Monday morning, I'm looking at DraftKings, FanDuel, and MGM. But I'm also counting on you guys watching live to throw in better numbers if you see them on other books. So let's get started. I haven't looked at it yet. By the way, if you have not already, check out the course breakdown video. It took me 16 minutes to tell you everything you need to know and nothing you don't about TPC Summerlin. Okay? Uh, I've done all the research for you. So all you have to do, all, your whole course research process, all just watch the 16-minute video. I'll tell you about the golf course. I'll show you the key stats and the trends that I located on Data Golf. I'll read some player quotes to you that I think are key. Um, and I'm going to give you key stats. And I'm going to tell you the guys who are better at TPC Summerlin versus their strokes gained expectation and guys that are worse at TPC Summerlin based on strokes gained expectation. It's a great video. Watch it now. You can also listen to it on the podcast feed. All right. Now, for real, let's do it. Starting on DraftKings, it's actually a pretty solid field this week. I'm excited about the field. Um, it's better than last week for the Chicken Farms uh, Cock Rooster Trophy Open or whatever that thing was. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about the field. It starts off with Patrick Cantlay, who is a previous champion at this golf course before he won in 2017. Now, if you're looking at past champions and you're looking at prices, you're going to notice in 2017, holy crap, the score was only 900. Was this, was this a major championship? Did, did they use TPC Summerlin for the U.S. Open? No, it just got really windy and gnarly, and that is really the main defense of this golf course is wind conditions picking up, the greens getting firmer, the fairways rolling out, and Patrick Cantlay won it at around 20 to 1. We've also had some bombs win this thing. Okay, now last year your defending champion is Sung Jae M at 30 to 1, who my boy Pat Perry hit uh, on his betting card. He won at 30 to 1, but the year before that, you had Martin Laird at 225 to 1, you had Kevin Knott 70 to 1. 
Uh, Bryson's won here before, 14 to 1. Rod Pampling in 2016. I, I, the Tour Junkies have been around long enough to have seen both Smiley Kaufman and Rod Pampling win a golf tournament while we are doing shows. Smiley at 250 to 1, Rod Pampling at 300 to 1. Unbelievable. Okay. So this could be long shot season right here. You know, we could have it, which I think, you know, Mackenzie Hughes last week kind of counts as long shot season a little bit. I, I can't remember what his number was, but. I, th- I think that's a long shot winner. That's better than the favorite Max Homa winning the Fortinet, right? So long shot season could be here. You're going to hear a lot of talk about Vegas guys, UNLV guys, Vegas connections. There's also the whole, you know, the, the whole narrative about like young kids getting up in here and doing strippers and blow and, you know, making bad decisions and not being able to play golf. That is real. We've talked to tour players that have told us that is real. You know, so figuring out who that could be is a challenge. Uh, but it's also probably a little overblown at times. So Patrick Cantlay is your favorite at plus 650. I'll have none of him. Sung JM is 10 to 1. I'll have none of them. 12 to 1 on points bet. 14 to 1 on bet MGM. That's, that's getting there. Uh, but I'll, I'll still, you know, we're not doing that. This is DB. You're, you're watching DB. This is Tour Junkies. We don't do this, okay? We're going to skip a lot of the first range. Now, I will say this. Max Homa, Aaron Wise, Tom Kim, I really like those three. Really like those three here. May, maybe Wise and Tom a little bit more just for the – you know, the, the, the longer number. Uh, let's, let's find the best numbers on these guys. Yeah, Aaron Wise on points bet, 25 to 1, sign me up. I can tell you right now, I'll go ahead and click that. Um, what else? Who else we got? Uh, Gion Kim, Tom Kim, 25 to 1 on points bet, 28 to 1 on bet MGM. Uh, thank you. I will take that. 28 to 1 also on DraftKings. Um, so you can get him either way there. I mean, the way Tom Kim played, at the President's Cup, the momentum this kid is riding right now, uh, he seems now, now, Tom, let's, let's go ahead and say this, like, Tom's kind of a partier, right? Like, the, the international team went hard after they, after they got their brains kicked in. And Tom could, Tom could throw it down, but I actually think he's probably still in hangover mode from the President's Cup, which me and Pat are familiar with after Golby's Cup. A lot of you guys may be watching or listening went to Golby's Cup. It took you a week to get over it. So, like, he may be drinking a lot of water in Pedialyte right now and staying away from, from the Vegas Strip. Um, but this is a golf course that I think suits him extremely well. This is not a course where you have to be super long, and he's not. This is a course where being in the fairway helps you, you know, fire at these pins. The, the, the greens are relatively flat. Bent grass putting surfaces are pure. He can roll the rock. I love Tom Kim at 28 to 1. I'm also interested in, in that Aaron Wise click at 25 up here at the top. You know, I see Taylor Montgomery is right underneath him, and Taylor Montgomery is an interesting, an interesting name. I'm very bullish on his season as a whole. I, I don't know that he should be priced where he is. Now, he's a little better on BetMGM if you like, if you like that at 40-1. to 1. I definitely think that number is interesting. But, you know, 33-1, to 35-1, to 1, it, it, I just don't know how you put him in front of a guy who's proven, like Cam Davis, um, a, a guy even like, I mean, I'm just going to say this, and this is going to be weird. And, oh, by the way, i got to make an announcement. You won't see me on the podcast tonight. I'm, I know I'm, so, I'm sorry. I will not be on the podcast tonight. My wife and I are doing a function for 28 Bold, our, our, um, our charity, our nonprofit, um, and I can't be there. So Joe Idoni from Preferred Lines is going to join Pat. It's going to be a great show. So I might have more to say today in this, in this live stream. It might, be, it might be a little more than I normally say because I'm not going to get to use all my words tonight. This is weird, but... I think Emiliano Grillo is a dangerous man. At 50 to 1 on DraftKings, let's see, 40 to 1 on points bet, 35 to 1 on MGM. I, I like Emiliano Grillo a whole lot. I mean, the guy is still 
Like towards the end of last season, he started bucking his head because he was he figured out the putter. And this is a dangerous man if he figures out the putter because he hits a lot of fairways, he hits a lot of greens in regulation, and now he's all of a sudden turned this putter out. I mean, look at the trend on Fantasy National for Emiliano Grillo. You know, actually, I'm going to share my screen. I mean, this is just too good to not share. So let me share my screen here on Emiliano Grillo. If you've, if you've been living under a rock, Emiliano Grillo is a terrible putter, okay? Terrible over his career. First of all, bent, he's about even. It's one of his best surfaces. I mean, past Powell, and they don't, have a, they don't play enough on that, so forget it. But bent is, is his best surface out of the big three, which we get today. But look at this. Over his PGA Tour career, negative 0.4 strokes gained over his, la- over his whole PGA Tour career. And then look at the trend. Last 20, 0.5. Last 10, 0.9. Last five tournaments, 2.8 strokes gained in his last five tournaments putting. Look at these numbers since the John Deere. Did he figure something out? I think so, because that's one, two, three, four, five, six, and maybe even at the Open Championship for those two rounds. I can't see that, but that's at least six events in a row where Emiliano Grillo has gained a lot of strokes putting. This is, this is uh, we're approaching like holy, holy crap moment here for Emiliano. I mean, imagine if Luke List did this, right? It, it would, we would all be like, oh, oh crap, I got to get, I got to get on that. And, and at 50 to one, I, I think, I really like where Emiliano's at right now. And I, and I like the you know fifth place last week at the Sanderson gained, gained what's that, 8.1 strokes ball striking between off the tee and on approach. I mean, it's, that is very juicy. Very, very juicy. So I just wanted to take a peek of that. I am clicking Emiliano Grillo 100% at 50 to 1. And I think that's a name that I was talking about Taylor Montgomery. I think that's a name I would put above Taylor Montgomery. I think Grillo, Cam Davis, even Brian Harmon on a, and, and Christian, Christian Bezadenhut these are proven PGA Tour players. I'm not saying Taylor Montgomery's not going to be a stud. He is. But these are proven PGA Tour players. And, and while we're waiting on Seabez to get his first victory, while Brian Harmon hasn't won in a long time, they've won before, they've been in it before. You know, Taylor's a, a stud on the Corn Ferry Tour, and I think he's going to be a good player, but I don't like where he falls on the odds board. Uh, I'd just rather have other guys. But in this 50-1 to 1 range, Emiliano Grillo, and, and really Seabez too, uh, I, I like Seabez a whole, a whole lot. Let's pull up. What did he? I know he played in the President's Cup. I didn't get to watch a lot of it because I, we were doing Golby's Cup. Uh, finished 39th at the Sanderson. Putter was kind of let him down, and normally the putter's what gets him. Um, but Seabez is interesting to me. I do think he's a guy that could close the door on, a, on his first victory this fall season. Uh, let's see what his best number 50 to 1 on DraftKings. Where is he? 50 to 1 on points bet. Um, and 50 to one on MGM. So take your pick on Cbez there. Um, working down the DraftKings board, Hadwin, Mito. Has, have we seen Mito yet? I don't. I don't. Has Mito played? I know he played in the Presidents Cup. Did he play in the? Um, I don't even remember. Everything that happened prior to Golby's Cup, I don't even. I don't. I cannot. I can't speak to it. I don't know if it. I don't know what happened. Um. What did Mito do? He did not. No, we haven't seen him play a tournament since. You know, that's another trend that I noticed is when you look at the, when you look at the past performances at this golf tournament, a lot of the winners, not all of them, Bryson was an exception, but a lot of the winners played in a fall series event prior to this golf tournament. Um, <clears throat> and most of them made the cut. I think there was one in there that didn't make the cut. It might, it might have been Laird or Kevin. Actually, it was Kevin Nott didn't make the cut, but he's a Vegas resident. Um, he's very familiar with TBC Summerlin. I like guys that have played a fall event already. So maybe, maybe that kind of bumps, you know, 
that, that might bump me out of out of Mito. I, I don't love the Keith Mitchell play. Now Denny McCarthy is interesting. This is a this this is going to very likely turn into a putting contest. As we all know, Denny McCarthy is a uh, is a, a really good putter. I mean, th- this golf tournament, on average, falls in the top five to ten percent easiest or highest percentage greens and regulation on any golf course on the PGA Tour. Out of all the golf courses on the PGA Tour, when you have that, it turns into a putting contest. So uh, it's not going to be hard for Denny to make to to hit a lot of greens and regs. So if he can, if the putter's hot, good for him. Now the problem with Denny has been he can't hit it close enough to convert enough. Um, which is what we see, you know, for example, at the Fortinet where he finished 25th and the Sanderson where he finished 39th, gained strokes in short game, gained a lot of strokes putting, but couldn't gain any strokes hitting it close. So that is a concern for Denny McCarthy, but I, I, I like, I still like the player and I like the fit here. What's his best number? 60 on DraftKings, 50 on points bet and 40 on bet MGM. So I do like, I do like the Denny McCarthy number. Let me check the chat, see if we have any questions. No, what up, Nita? I see you. Alan Klutz, what up? Alex, hello. All right, good to see you. All right, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Uh, Dietrich's playing really well. I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll do a little more digging into him. I don't want to dig into everybody here, but he, he's playing well. I like Dietrich. Putnam's... Put, why am I such, a, why am I such a, a slut for Andrew Putnam? Do you guys notice that? Do I have a problem? Will you tell me that if I do? Will you be honest with me? I feel like I'm picking, I'm picking him a lot. He's playing well. Gosh, dang, it's attractive. I mean, the putter, I mean, he, he's one of the best scramblers on the PJ Tour, which if you're scrambling here, that could be a problem. Um, I don't know what the weather or wind situation is supposed to be like. Let's actually check that live while we're, while we're looking at it. Uh, Las Vegas, uh, which I believe means the Vegas. No, I actually don't. I don't know what that. I don't know why I said that. That can make me look really dumb. No wind on. No wind on Thursday. Uh, no wind on Friday. So yeah, I mean this. This is setting up perfect conditions. This is going to be. Th- this is going to be twenty. Twenty to twenty four under is going to win this thing. Scrambling is going to be no bueno. Um, Andrew Putnam, what is he doing? So is he just hitting a lot? He does not gain strokes off the tee, but it's because he has one hundred twelve mile an hour club head speed. That's why, but he is hitting a lot of fairways. He's confident right now. I like Andrew Putnam. I like it. When the rubber meets the road, will I bet him based on some other names in here? I'm not sure. 60 to 1 on DraftKings. Uh, but, but he's one that I want to go ahead and just like, let's, let's monitor that. Ooh, ooh, 80 to 1 on points bet. Uh, thank you. 66 to 1 on bet MGM. So, I mean, that now an 80 to 1 Andrew Putnam, I very much, I very much like. So I like, I like that. Oof. Seamus Power, no. Ricky Fowler, no. Dean Burmester had a good week last week. I'd like to see that. Taylor Moore, probably not. Um, Siwoo, probably not. Mav McNeely. I think Mav really likes this place, right? I'm pretty sure. Let me, let me, let me pull that up. This is a course, kind of when you look at the, the course history here and, and the um, data golf stuff, it does appear that you know a lot of people, course history matters is, is what I'm trying to get out of my mouth here. What tournament is this again? Oh yeah, it's the Shriners. No, Mav sucks here. Why does Mav suck so bad here? He's a. I think he's pretty okay. I don't know. We'll skip Mav. K. H. Lee, I like. I like K. H. Lee in a birdie fest. I like him coming off the Presidents Cup, playing well, um, or or at least you know confident. Um, K. H. Let's see what he's done. I, I love the birdie fest here. We know we know he can go low, Lizzo, Lizzo low. 
We haven't seen him since the Tour Championship. That's the only problem. Finished 14th here at the Shriners last year. It looks like he finally figured it out. He had missed the cut in three attempts prior to that. I just still like him in the, in the birdie fest. So 65, where's his best number? Um, bah, 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 bah. Where's KH Lee? Wow, where is he? Where is he on, where is he on points bet? Can anybody find him on points bet for me? Oh, here he is, 60 to 1 on points bet. Um, on BetMGM, he is 66 to 1. So your best number on KH falls on points bet. They give us that little extra dot. Chris Kirk, I mean, God, I mean, how much? Chris Kirk is approaching territory where I've spent, I've started to spend a lot of money on him on my betting card. Many units splooged on Chris Kirk without payoff. And it's starting to frustrate me. It's starting to frustrate me some. Um, he doesn't have a whole lot of great finishes at the Shriners to speak of. He's played here five times. His best finish is a 36th. It, it, oof, yeah, it's, it's not amazing, but he does have the skill set. You would think, like, this is the skill set for Chris Kirk. Not overwhelmingly excited about it, though. Gosh dang, you know who is playing well, though? I mean, I don't like it. I don't like clicking on it. It doesn't feel good. It's not sexy. But Matt Kuchar, like, dang. Matt Kuchar, 12th at the Fortinet. Uh, let's see what his past is here. Yeah, he's played here three times, made the cut every time. 34th is his best finish. But Kuchar's dangerous. I mean, isn't he? Right? Am I right? Am I, am I wrong? Like, am I insane? Kuchar's dangerous. 75 to 1 on DraftKings. Uh, where is he on points bet? Mm, still scrolling. Still scrolling. Can't, cannot find on points. Why, why, why can't I find anybody on points bet for some reason? Matt, Matthew Winston Kuchar. Nope, I don't know if that's his name. I just guessed that. Oh, my God. Oh, 60 to 1 on points bet. If 66 to 1 on MGM. So if you like Cooch, 75 to 1, like that's a name I'm not ready to click on right now, but it is a name that I will do more digging on. That's for sure. Uh, Postman, potentially. I know he had a rough week last week. He missed the cut, but he was coming off his bachelor party. Like he was, he's had a good, good little fall break, I guess. Um, so, I, you know, he's kind of getting the cobwebs out a little bit. He's played here almost every year. He's been on tour. He had a fourth-place finish in 2017, a 27th-place finish in 2020, and then outside of that, nothing but missed cuts. So not a great record. Maybe he's more of a DraftKings play because maybe people will be thrown off of that Four course history, uh, missed the cut last week. Maybe more of a DraftKings play. Not sure if we're ready to win. Now, this is, these are, here's two names I really like, Matt Naismith and Mark Hubbard. Naismith shot a 64, I think it was, yesterday on Sunday to close out his his Sanderson Chicken Trophy Rooster Cock Farms Championship, which, I mean, he's a South Carolina guy, so he, you know he is, like, dying to win that cock trophy, you know? Uh, I mean, he's sleep with that thing. And, and heads up for, for old Matty Naismith. A couple things. Number one, I'm about to drop an interview with Matt Naismith that is fantastic, including never-before-heard Siwoo interactions from our boy Matt Naismith. Uh, Matt Naismith said Siwoo's the funniest guy on the PJ Tour. We had a great conversation. He's also deep into stats, like deep into his own game and statistics and how to attack a golf course. Like he's a numbers nerd, which is very cool to see. But this is also cool to see. His bugaboo has been chipping, which don't need it today or don't need it this week or today. Um, you don't need it. He doesn't need it. He's not going to need it. Weather, weather's perfect. He's a ball striking son of a gun. He's fine. But the putter has tended to let him down. Over his PJ Tour career, it's almost negative a half. 
Um, but in the last four events, a little, a little junior Grillo here. He's gained 3.4, 0.7, 0.8, and three strokes at the Sanderson, all putting over his last four events, including the Fortinet, the Wyndham, the FedEx St. Jude. Like, so that's kind of coming around for Naismith, and I like that. He's played the Shriners three times. He's finished 14th, 8th, and 18th. Matt Naismith is a click. 90 to 1 on DraftKings. In fact, I'll go ahead and say, like, Matt Naismith is not just a click. He's a go ahead and hit it. He's 70 to 1 on points bet, and he is 66 to 1 on MGM. You better hit that now on DraftKings Sportsbook at 90 to 1. It will be shorter, I can almost guarantee you. Now, uh, and I see we got some, I see we got some love. Thank you, Chris. Chris Carnahan liking Naismith. Thank you, sir. Um, by the way, if you're watching live, give me a like, throw up the like, give me a subscribe. If you're watching after the fact, or you're watching now, if you know, if you're, if you're listening, give us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. Okay. Uh, let's keep working. Oh, Mark Hubbard was the next one I wanted to look at, man. Poor hubs. We were texting with his caddy, Kyle Peters on Saturday night. Uh, they had the lead pumped for, for those guys hoping to close out a PGA tour win. And it just didn't happen. Uh, he just didn't have his best stuff yesterday. But promising out of Mark Hubbard, gained 7.2 strokes with his irons yesterday. Um, very, very solid. What did he do? I guess he lost strokes off the tee, um, which, I mean, typically he's only going to do that with distance. But actually, at the Sanderson, he lost fairways. He lost fairways. But if you look historically at his, at his last 10, 15 events or so, when he loses fairways, it doesn't happen more than one week. It doesn't happen two weeks in a row. So, like, I, I would be surprised if he comes back here to, to this week after the great week he had, and he's, he's still all over the place with the driver. But the irons are clicking. The putter is always pretty hot. Let's see what his record is at the Shriners. Yeah, he's played the Shriners a bunch. Uh, played it six times. Three missed cuts, three made cuts. Best finish, 35th. Not, not anything to write home about, but what's wild is he's only gained strokes putting in one of those six attempts. And this is bent grass, which is his best surface. So kind of weird to see that for, for Hubs, but I still like it. The best number for him, so DraftKings has him at 90 to 1. I mean, the guy's just really confident right now, and I think he's ready to get that win. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's very attractive. Let's see. 90 to 1 on DraftKings. He is 66 on BetMGM. And on, I'm sorry, 66 to 1 on PointsBet. And on BetMGM, where is he? Uh, bet MGM, bet MGM. This is this, you know, this is the problem with doing this live. You know, I don't, I'm literally looking at this for the first time. Well, oh, 66 to one on bet MGM. So I like that on Mark Hubbard at 90 to one. I, it's, it's borderline. And let's go ahead and click it. Um, I really like Naismith here. Grayson Sig's playing well right now. Very confident. Grayson Sig. speaking of interviews, dropped an interview with G Sig. A while back, uh, you need to go look at that. I've dropped a lot of interviews lately. I don't even remember the ones I've dropped. Uh, Nick Hardy was one. I think that was the most recent one. Very good interview. He talked about peeing his, his, peeing his pants in a golf tournament. That was fun. Um, we, I talked to Ben Griffin, who is hilarious. He's an electric personality. I think you're all going to know Ben Griffin before the, the year is over. You need to know who he is. He's a, another PJ Tour rookie. Trevor Cohn just had a good finish this past uh, week at the Sanderson. Davis Thompson. Just had a couple decent finishes. We kind of know him. Uh, he's got a beef with Davis Riley that I, I kind of started. Um, and then Tano Goya, a big-hitting big hitting Argentinian player. Uh, you just need to, you need to listen to these guys. Get yourself familiar with some of these Corn Ferry Tour grads. 
But but G Sig was the guy we were all looking at this time last year, right? As a Corn Ferry Tour stud coming out on the PJ Tour, he's finally cracked that top ten seal that he could not crack last year. Seventh place at the 3M Open, ninth at the Sanderson Farms. Um, G Sig is money, man. I, I I really like him here. What did he do here last year? I mean, obviously last year was one of his first events on tour. He finished 47th. I, I like the confidence and the swag that G Sig is playing with right now. So 130 to 1 is a very, very attractive number on DraftKings. I bet that's the longest number for him. Let's look on points bet. Um, and he is nowhere to 125 to 1 on points bet. And on Bet MGM, he is 100 to 1. So, yep, DraftKings 130 to 1 will be the number. I think I'm going to go ahead and click that one too. I mean, I'll. I'll, you know, I'll finalize things here in a minute, but I think I'm going to go ahead and click it. By the way, now is the time as I'm starting to wrap this up, okay? Now is the time if you have questions in the chat or you have a name you want to, you want to throw out or you want to look at, maybe we dive into, throw it out there. Tell me who you like. If not, we're going to button it up here pretty soon. Um, Chess and Hadley, maybe. Uh, probably not. Troy Merritt. This feels like a great Troy Merritt course. Let's see if Amish Troy, what's his, why? also, I feel like I might have a Troy Merritt problem. I feel like I have a Troy Merritt, Andrew Putnam problem. And these may be DraftKings plays, because remember, guys, David, it's the new season. I'm not in the best form right now. You know, I'm kind of rusty. I'm shaking the rust off myself. Uh, it took me forever even to figure out how to turn my computer on and set all this up. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you've noticed, but I got the belt behind me. That's right. Team DB. What up? Rise up. Put that in the chat. Put that in the comment. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to like really make myself think, like, can, he, can this guy win? Can he win? Or is this like just a DraftKings play that, that, that it could give you some good leverage, has some upside, but probably ain't winning anytime soon? And I don't know. Like, I think like, Troy Merritt could win, obviously. He's a PJ Tour winner. Uh, he's a Barbasol champ winner. He won the Quicken Loans back in 2015. But lately, he's not shown really any form of winning um so i'm probably out actually now that i'm now that i'm looking at on troy merritt i think i'd rather i'd rather have andrew putnam than troy merritt okay i'm gonna keep working i'll get to the questions here in just a second uh troy merritt bo hostler no jaeger's playing well isn't jaeger playing well steven jaeger he's he's kind of picked it up a notch here lately i feel like he started out pretty pretty rough 30th at the sanderson he's a really good putter Fifth at the Rocket Mortgage back in July. Thirteenth at the Wyndham in August. He feels like he's turned up a little bit. He feels like he's turned up. I don't love where the irons are at. It's not enough to make me click him, but but let's 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 pay attention. Let's watch him. Um, nope, nope, nope. Nick Hardy. I mean, let's let's talk about the podcast bump. Let's see how he. I know he played well at the Sanderson. Let's see what he did well to get himself there. He's gonna. He's a bomber. Okay, hits it well. Uh. Yeah, finished fifth, gained 7.4 strokes on approach, 1.7 off the tee. Love that for Nick Hardy. And um, yeah, I mean, I actually think too, he's a better, we talked about this actually. He's a much better putter than statistics would let on. And also, the reason I brought that up with him on the interview is we had a guy tell us, I can't remember who it was, and I said this in the interview with him, we had a guy tell us that he played with, they, they, he played with Nick Hardy. This was back in the summer. He's like, man, that guy knows how to roll the rock. Like one of the best putters that, that he'd ever seen. Uh, like young putters, like really good stroke. He's got a great stroke. So I think Nick Hardy's one to watch. Um, and I'll, I'll put him in the maybe, but probably not auto-click just yet. 
Adam Svensson, which I think, is somebody just asked me about Adam Svensson? Yes, AK. Adam Svensson, 130 to 1. Yes, let's take a look at Adam Svensson. Ball striking's going well. Obviously, it comes down to the putter lately for him. It's not been great, but overall, like, I feel like he's a pretty decent putter. And, um, you know, he's not done well here. He's missed two straight cuts at the Shriners, but solid ball striking. We've seen Adam go low, but it doesn't seem like he can put four together. So I think he might be more of a potential DraftKings play, obviously, depending on price and popularity, which he tends to be popular. Um, I don't know that I want to click him to, to win outright. I don't know that he's, he's possibly going to do that. Um, Davis Thompson, another podcast interview. Let's look at Davis. Davis Thompson has a, 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 bub, a budding feud with Davis Riley. I'm trying to stoke. You guys can help me do that. Uh, ninth at the Fortinet. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, Davis has some game, man. Like, and this is an interesting spot for him. Let me pull up his... Uh, let's, let's pull up Davis. Let, let, me, let me give you a little bit of background on how he, how he did on the Corn Ferry Tour. He ranked sixth in distance, 33rd in accuracy. That is extremely solid, like total driving numbers 32nd in greens and rec uh the putting and the scrambling was the was the the bugaboo 40th in birdie or better percentage which is pretty good um so you know i I think davis is a ball striker that if he gets hot with the putter watch out um but maybe not ready for a winning click just yet sung young kim sung young kim i love we we know i've talked about him all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop it here. I've been going long enough at thirty, almost thirty minutes. What other names we got? Lanto is Lanto in the field? Is he here? He's coming off, isn't he? Coming off of uh, he, didn't he t- he back he backed out of the he's not here. Lanto's not here. What are we doing, Chris? Don't Chris Chris. What are we doing? What are you, what about Lanto? Like are you you just want me to tell you about like his life? His what do you want me to tell him? His Instagram handle? Um. Okay, so in summary, let's go, let's go here. Let's go to summary. In summary, I'm looking at Tom Kim at 28 to 1 is a click. And the best number there is bet MGM. Uh, I, am, I am in on Tom Kim at 20, 28 to 1. I'm also probably in on Aaron Mother F and Wise. I'm probably in on Wise at 20, what's he at? 22 to 1 on points bet. Yep, I'm in on that. Um, 22 to one on points bet or bet MGM. I'm clicking both of those now. I think those are going to be shorter and they're going to be outside of my, you know, 20 to one kind of range that I start at, or they're going to be inside of that range before too long. So I'm going Tom Kim, Aaron Wise up top. Uh, then like Grillo at 50 to one, I am definitely clicking. That's what I want right now. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Uh, Cbez, I'm not ready to f- quite click on yet. He's also at 50 to one. Taylor Montgomery, if you want it, bet MGM at 40 to 1. I'm close to clicking that one. I'm close. But I'm not there yet. Uh, Denny McCarthy at 60. I think I'm going to go ahead and rock that one on DraftKings. I'm also going to go ahead and hit KH Lee at 66 to 1 on bet MGM. Um, Kucher, I'm probably going to just still wait and see on. I'm definitely going to hit Andrew Putnam at 80 to 1 on points bet. That's a great value for Putnam compared to these other books. I think he's playing confidently. I think he's got the profile to do well here. I love it. Matt Naismith, 90 to 1, maybe my favorite bet on the whole board. I'm hitting it right now on DraftKings. Pound it. Uh, Mark Hubbard, right after that, 90 to 1 on DraftKings. Love it. Hitting that one. 
And then we're pretty much finishing up on, on DraftKings. It's Grayson Sig at 130-1. to 1. So those are the early clicks for me. Those are the ones I think we should get at right now um, on those perspective books. And then wait and see what the podcast uncovers, further research, blogs coming out on tourjunkies.com, obviously Nut Hut Discourse on Discord, and a lots, of, lots of other fun things. So thanks for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please comment something. Drop a comment. Uh, you know, I, I asked this on my on my my course preview video, but I'll ask it again. Your favorite gambling game in the casino? No, wait a minute. I asked that on the course preview. Let's do this. What's your least favorite? Like, what's the thing in the casino that you just refuse to play if you're in a casino? For me, it's uh, it's a slot machine. I, I've never pulled a slot machine. I'm never going to. I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. I don't understand people that do it. I'm not going to do that. So for me, it's slots. Drop that in the comments. Let me know the absolute stay away for you at a casino. Um, what you're doing. And hit the like button, subscribe. Also, if you're watching or if you're listening, five-star review on Apple or Spotify. Love you guys. Thank you. I won't see you tonight. It'll be Pat and Joe Idoni, uh, so forgive me. But emails are coming out this week. Um, I think I'm going to have my sleepers video out on Tuesday. So, so stay with us, okay? If you're watching live, stay right here. And as soon as I end, drop that comment. Thank you. May your screens be green. See you.